Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gonna take it. Got it! Boston wins! Two legends in basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what can I say? But it wasn't gonna happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. All right, welcome into another edition of the Ryan and Goodman podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He is Bob Ryan, and we are, I don't know what you're doing, Bob, because uh, I'm sitting around, I'm taking a walk with the dog, with the family, a uh, two-mile walk when I'm done with this, uh, but there's not a whole lot going on in the world of sports, so I don't know how you're handling it, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out what shows to watch. Uh, started Hunters last night, which is a little disturbing, but um, very <laughs> entertaining, and uh, what what are you up to these days? Well, it just so happens that uh, uh, we've got uh, uh, the on the Friday night. Um, <clears throat> New, we, we were able to watch the uh, New England. Excuse me, the thirty for thirty, the, the uh, Larry Magic. 30. Oh, okay. Had you not seen it? I've seen it, but not in this. It's been a while, and uh, you know, it, it's you can't see it enough. You know, that's number one. And then yesterday, uh, oh boy. Uh, ESPN two, they gave us uh, the love, the uh, basketball love story, just endless, and and I hadn't seen it. I know I'm in it, you know, at various parts. I saw myself several times. I had, but I had, I, I did five of the interviews. Really? Uh, Dave Morris had an army of interviewers. This thing was concocted in two. Th- well, I don't know when it was concocted, but it was initiated in 2014. And, okay. and I did interviews in the months of January, 2000, uh, December, 2014 and December uh, and, and right into February of 2015 with five Celtics connected people. Uh, uh, John Havlicek, Tom Heinsohn, Bob Cousy, uh, Don Nelson, who had come to New York City from back to the mainland because, you know, he lives in Maui. Yeah. And uh, the fifth one I'll come to. Five, was five, was Don Nelson, was he high as a kite or, or did he look OK? No, no, he was fine. He was at stateside. He wasn't. He wasn't uh, playing poker. With, <laughs> like that matters, Bob. Like you don't think he brought anything with him? But he went. He was, to my knowledge, when we sat down in New York City in February of 2015, uh, he was uh, he was sober. Okay, right. he was fine. And what, what, so is, I, what is it about? I haven't seen it yet. I've heard people talk about it. What is the gist of of the overall movie? The gist is that this is a basketball celebration. It's not a history. It is not intended to be a chronological, lineal history. It is just, I think there's 52 
chapters or 62, whatever, uh, episodes, everything you can think of. I mean, uh, there was, you know, one of Connie Hawkins, the whole so Connie Hawkins saga. People don't know about it now. They don't know. They didn't know exactly what was really going on then. You know, why Connie Hawkins, this, this semi-literate kid from Brooklyn and Boys High School who was innocently playing basketball at the University of Iowa, was somehow engulfed in this point-shaving business in, in the early 60s. You know, and he was untreated un unfairly. And this thing really wasn't finally resolved to him until there was a, a, a multi-million-plus-and-a-half-dollar settlement in 1969, and then he became a member of the Phoenix Suns. Um, so how, long, how long is this entire series i guess is it a series yeah well, it's a there were it went on when it originally aired in 2018 um i, I just went it aired endlessly i don't know i mean it's 52 chapters you know it made okay. it several days weeks all right, all right. so, so all that gives me something that'll give me something to look at I, I will do that uh i got a good one for you a good 30 for 30 if you never saw it i saw it on a flight going back maybe a month ago uh no moss roberto duran oh okay no, no i haven't seen it yeah, okay. pretty interesting. Well, uh, anyway, and I've got my no, we've got a stockpile of them. So yeah, I'm sure got, you do. You got some books to read behind you. You got, got some books to, to look read. forward to. You know, definitely. And uh, uh, you know, I'll be and plus, you know, I'm a fine. I'm a reader. We're readers. Yep. I mean, God, I got literally. I, I don't know. I, I might just for the hell of it. I threw a number out on Twitter the other day, and some people, one person just couldn't believe it. You know, I said, "Oh, we got three thousand books and, and and wine. We're ready to go." And they went, <laughs> went three thousand books. Well. I may very well have three thousand books, or we may very well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little inventory. Listen, I, I think, I think we need to do a little inventory because last time we had you with a number. Remember, it was the number of arenas that you've gone to, and we that's disputable. It. I'm standing right by it, two hundred one <laughs> and counting. Damn it, I added no new ones this year. But you know what? I think? Here's, here's one. You I do not go to a new one. Like next year, you and I are gonna pick. We're gonna go through the ones you haven't gone to. And you and I are going on a road that's trip fine. next year. That's all right. That, uh, that's a deal. Uh, Maybe Gonzaga? Bob, you want to get, let's, I mean, I it's a long go. way. I don't care. I love to go to Gonzaga. Okay. I, I want to go to Oklahoma State. I've never been to Gallagher Ibar Arena. That's the one. And you one. know what? They'll have Cade Cunningham next year, uh, Bob, who is the yes. number one, number one player in the country. So mm -hmm. actually, that would be a great place to go next year. Anyway, today is Sunday. We're, we're doing this Sunday at noon. Um, ordinarily, we'd be saying, Who's on the bubble right now? Oh, it's like Sunday, selection Sunday. Sunday. Right. One oh, of the God. You know, as much as we love the first weekend of the NCAA tournament, Selection Sunday is right there with as much drama. Uh, who's seated where? Who's going where? Like and who didn't year, get it? Especially this year, there were going to be more unhappy people than usual. Yeah. By far more unhappy people than usual. You know, you got 68 and 69, 70, 71, 72. They're unhappy. This year, you got you would have had 68, and there would have been 100 people unhappy. That would say, we're just as good as them. We had this a record. We did this. We did that. This we didn't do this. And then, you know, my head was already spinning about nets and quadrants and, and, and oh, my God, you know, I, didn't, I never got the – I mean, I, I, I wrote it all down, okay, Jeff? You may have it all in your head. But I had to write it all down, the quadrant one and the two and the two and the nets and the other. All right. But it was going to be a, a selection Sunday unlike any other. Right? So we did, our, we did our podcast, the last one on Wednesday, I believe. All the days are kind of running together at this point. We did it before I was supposed to leave the next morning for New York City. Remember me yeah, talking about big, big East tournament, right? I was excited. I was, I was ready to go. And then after the podcast, I said, you know what? 
I'm not going. I'm not going Big East Tournament. It it just didn't seem right. And then it was chaos. Uh, I was actually at the grocery store uh, doing some shopping because my wife had, you know, said we probably need to stock up on some things just in case. (laughs) So I'm there 11 o'clock, 11.15, and all hell breaks loose. And that's when all, you know, first it was Big Ten Tournament, AAC. Then kind of everybody followed suit other than the, the MAC which took forever in the, in the MEAC. I think those were the last two, but everybody canceled right away. Biggie's played one half of basketball. I know. I watched that half. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Yeah, Cause I was I just so. I, 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 let me take a 20 here. I watched it half ass. I was reading this and that, but I had it on as background. Yeah. You wanted That's, to see when they were going to shut it down. You knew they were going to shut it down. I was curious and it was one of those nothing else to do moments. So I, I actually was, I had the TV tuned to it. So everything was kind of canceled. And we were waiting, 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 waiting. Uh, you know, NBA had already been suspended, NHL, everything had been suspended. Uh, but we were waiting for Mark Emmert to come out with some statement. Uh, I had coaches calling me and saying, hey, listen, uh, we know how you feel about this. Uh, can you get out there that we feel the same way? A lot of the big name coaches felt like, hey, have Selection Sunday, suspend the tournament and reevaluate in a couple of weeks. And, and that's the way I felt. And I tweeted it. And <clears throat> You know, mm-hmm. talk to a bunch of, of big name coaches who would all talk to one another and they felt like that was the best approach. Uh, Mark Emmert did not. Uh, I don't know if it was because of the school presidents, the pressure, the concern legally. Uh, but he said, you know what? We're done. We're done. Uh, the NCAA tournament is over. We're not postponing. We are canceling and we're not having selection Sunday. Uh, nothing at this point. Yeah. Um, what now, was what your about, take with that? Where did, well, first of all, where did the. Uh, so people who may not know the chronology of Bill Self and, and Coach K and, and Kansas yep. and Duke uh, saying we're not going to be part of this. I mean, that had to be it's right before. Yeah, that was probably an hour or so before. They they basically didn't say that we're not going to be a part. They said the school put out a statement saying uh, we're not traveling. We're suspending travel indefinitely. Okay. So, yes, they were putting right. some pressure on Mark Emmert to make a decision. But I don't think Bill Self, I don't think Coach K – I haven't talked to Coach K, but I don't think most coaches were in favor with a complete cancellation at that time. I could be wrong. Maybe it was more split. I had done a survey that morning. There were uh, there were about 65 games, I think, that were going to be played on Thursday, tournament mm-hmm. games. And I pulled 80 coaches, and I, I believe it was 47 uh, said that they were not in favor of playing games that day. That was that morning at about 8, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning that I hit 80 coaches. And, and the rest of them, somewhere in the 33 range, uh, said they they actually wanted to play the games. Um, so, again, I think this whole thing, there, there was some, you know, there was some pushback. But I think most people felt like within the coaching community and within college basketball, I think there were a lot of people that felt like, hey, why are we doing this now? Why are we shutting it down? Is there any way we can reevaluate in three weeks and figure out how to have, even if it is a 16-team tournament, all in one site? With currently no NBA, NHL, or Major League Baseball, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager, from their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day, and all online. Sports aren't totally done. There's still mixed martial arts, golf, esports, XFL, and many more. So if you're in entertainment, you can still bet an American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, and even the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. 
Be sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. Bet online, your full access wagering solution. Yeah, uh, I, was not, I just figured it was, it took me a while to come around to this conclusion because I originally chastised the Ivy League when they canceled and didn't go for the no fan option. I, I tweeted that and I was wrong. I, I now say that that was not, that was a misjudgment on my part. Uh, I, I now am in favor of shutting down. I think that the idea that society pressure would have been really overwhelming, that people were already asking, if the NBA is not playing, why are we going to allow the student athletes to be exposed in a sense? And, and you know, with this, any random way that something could go wrong uh, and, and the NBA is protecting itself and, and the NCAA is not protecting the student athletes, not to mention all, all the other personnel. That's well, involved. Send them home, Bob. I, I, I say send all the kids home. But again, if in a month somehow this thing well, is is much better, which I don't expect it to be. OK, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. One month but is- if, if for some reason in a month we're in a much better place than we are today, why would you completely rule it out? And, and again, maybe it's because you don't want to give the kids hope. I, I would have at the very least had selection Sunday or not even had that put out the 68 teams that made the NCAA tournament. So at least they understand Steve Peichel at Rutgers, uh, even Archie Mill, Lamar Stevens at Penn State, who is a four year kid who, by the way, was seven points shy of becoming the all time leading scorer at Penn State. Mm. He hadn't been to the NCAA tournament in his four year career. Don't you think he would love to know, okay, you know what? Yes, I earned it. He knows it, but but at least legitimize it. Oh, sure. No, we have one here, you know, Boston University. I watched their game at Colgate. They win. They lose twice in the regular season to, Col- uh, to Colgate, including 16 points the last time uh, they were one, one of the games. They come back. They play a really nice game. They beat them there. They get the thrill, you know, and they don't, they're not going to get the be able to the final fulfillment. And, and they multiply that many times over across the country, men and women. And, 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 and yeah, we know that. Uh, so I, we, we're living it here. And, and I, uh, I had come to like this team. And I, I'm, I'm happy. I would like to see them play again. So, yeah. But it's not going to. You know, there's so many of those kind of stories out there. Now, but then we get into all the high school. So you know, multiple high school. Everything. Everything. Listen, my daughter. My daughter's in school break right now. Uh, this is going to be her second week coming up. Uh, she goes to Pingree School, and uh, and and now when she supposedly was going to come back, no, no, they're doing. You know, they're doing learning uh, online, and yeah. I don't know how it's going to go. But I think, you know. Listen, are we at a point, you think, where we need to just shut everything down, Bob, for, for a couple of weeks? Pretty much everything. Well, what is it? There's no museums. There's no yeah. there's no concerts. Uh, the, the movie theaters, uh, uh, some of the movie theaters locally, by the way, I just read this morning, are, are uh, going shutting temporarily. Uh, you know, yep. uh, fixed date, April 1st, 3rd, whatever. They're going to see what happens. Um, not all, but some, uh, you know, public gatherings. Should the restaurants, should everything shut down so that nobody can go out and we so try to, you know. Done. This is what Paris has done. I'm not... I'm not ready to go there yet. I, I mean, I'm just thinking selfishly, you know, I'm leaving, you know, I, I got to leave the house this afternoon for a pers- uh, family reason. You know, I'm leaving gotcha. the house, you know, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm, and I, we have another reason. I'm probably going to go out to eat tonight. We have to. I mean, you are. Gonna, so you're going to go, I can you'll have, go to restaurants. I can yep, have people. You'll go to restaurants. So I've been to two last two days. Uh, well, hardly anybody there. You know, yep. and a restaurant that, you know, in a per- circumstance would have been more crowded. Uh, you know, they, they were taking their precautions. We were taking our, our, our standard precautions. Uh, I mean, it depends on 
how far every individual is willing to take it. I mean, and, and, and wants to take it. And with the understanding that, that no one has any right to do anything stupid, you know, I mean, that's, you know, which is go leave the house. If you are sick, if you're not feeling well, that, that, that goes without saying, but you know, so many areas of our life, a lot of things that you would think go without saying need to be said. And well, I understand that we all learn that, but no, I'm not shutting down. I'm not uh, her hermitizing. Uh, we are not uh, doing that. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll, come with the censure for that. I don't know. Have you ever, you, we talked about this a little bit the other day. You've never seen anything close to this in your lifetime. It's not even anything to compare it to. You have, in fact, hardly anyone alive has because the fact is that we're a little bit over a century removed from the Spanish flu epidemic of 1918 and 19. Lots of good stuff about that. The Globe had a wonderful story today about what life was like, what that was all about uh, and, and, and uh, how it hit and, and what, it, and how it, the, the course it took. And uh, uh, yeah, um, that, and it's funny, it just it was so underplayed at the time in the beginning that to really? just read the certain comparisons of things that were said by health officials, things that were said by public officials are interesting, very interesting comparison of, of, of the Spanish flu uh, uh, epidemic of night uh, and, and the one we're having now. <clears throat> very interesting. So anyway, yeah. back to what we were talking about. <clears throat> interesting idea about having a, a, a say a 16 team tournament down the road i don't know if the logistics would have prevented it in, in terms of venues or anything else i don't know uh and you know i, I hadn't contemplated that uh and I, I i suppose that would have been an interesting way to go to to crown a, a national champion and and uh and have something in because yeah i mean but I, I wonder if somebody bob i talked to robbie hummel on the pod right after uh, the announcement that everything was uh, canceled for the NCAA tournament. And we bounced around the idea that somebody, maybe Jonathan Mugar here who runs the the basketball tournament, he's from Boston, obviously he's got a, a lot of money. Uh, could he put something together? Or could somebody put something together in May? Um, because other things may be shut down at, at that point. Like, I don't know, is the NBA, if the NBA pushes everything back, well, the college players might not be working out for NBA teams at that point. Could they? Could you put something together with the top 16 teams? But now you don't even know who, who the top 16 teams are. They, oh, they you didn't well, come we out can, with anything. We can, we can pick them, you know. Nobody else wants Good. To we'll take right. the job. I, I, I'm always up for jobs like that. That's okay with me. Sure. And also I'll be, but seriously, I, I, it's not going to happen. But No, uh, it's a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream, but I, I just can't believe we're going, going to go through a season right now, Bob where you're not going to know uh, on, on the resume of Archie Miller. You're not going to know nobody. I mean, nobody made the NCAA tournament this year. Of all seasons, and we spent endless yes. hours and trees, yeah. forests were killed as people were writing about what a strange season this was. And, 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 and we're looking forward to this crazy tournament. We have no idea what course it was going to take. Uh, you know, and, and more than any NCAA tournament, I started following it. I mean, I became aware of it, I think. Uh, and, and when uh, Indiana won in 53. Um, yeah. So, and I followed it closely now since the late 50s. And, and I, I can, we all, and there's never been a tournament of uncertainty like this. There's never been anything as crazy without, you know, it's funny. I mean, let's go back when I remember telling, saying to people when Baylor was number one for six straight weeks, Baylor's officially number one and nobody believes it. In yes. heart, no That's one right. thought it. No Come one. on. No one thought they were number one. Nope. And when Kansas rose to the top unanimously, you know, with their three losses yep. at the time, you said, aha, now people are telling the truth. Now they're saying what they really thought. 
not not being nice to Baylor. I'm sorry, Baylor. We were being nice to you. We never thought you were number one. Stop it. And San Diego State was the last team, you know, right. last team to suffer a loss. And it was deep, deep into the season. And, you know, they were potentially number one seed, Dayton. I mean, this this year was was very interesting. And I, it's sad that it didn't get a chance to, to oh. play out. And NBA, Bob, NBA, do you think we see uh, a conclusion to this NBA season? Yes, I, I, unless we – this is – even more exponentially worse as the pandemic than we think and, and how it's going to affect America. And we know we haven't peaked here at all with, with, with the, the diagnosed cases and, 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 and fatalities. Uh, the NBA is fervently hoping that they're going to have maybe a six-week recession and, and maybe, more, maybe even more, but they, that they can come up. First of all, if they froze right now and said, yep. we're starting the playoffs, to play, whenever they resume, here are the eight teams, the, here are the 16 teams. There's no argument. There's no. There, there's right. a. There's enough of a gap between eight yeah, and nine. They're pretty clear. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's the three, like three losses, maybe both ways, or I can, you know. So I know it's it's clear. You've got your 16 teams. Sorry, other uh, others. I'm sorry. There will be no. Well, it's, a, it's a different circumstance. So you know what? You can complain all you want, but this is how we have to do it, right? Maybe you're going to play a few games. Just to kind of get back into the swing of things before the playoffs, you don't want to just go in, um, you know, without some some practices and games. Uh, but I, I'm with you. I mean, at this point, uh, once hopefully um, the situation gets better, the problem is now, Bob, you've got Rudy Gobert, his teammate Donovan Mitchell, yeah. and now Gobert played against Christian Wood, um, you know, who's with the Detroit Pistons, and Christian Wood's been playing. Uh, terrific basketball. He guarded Gobert, and he's now got he tested positive uh, for the coronavirus. So who knows yeah. uh, who played against Christian Wood and and who guarded him and if they've got it. And I think he played Philly um, after playing Gobert. So mm-hmm. now the big men for Philly, do they they'll probably be tested That's and right. they got to be worried. That may, that may knock out this. You're right. That that would be the the, the death blow. Yeah. If there's suddenly accumulation of case of positives, obviously. Yeah. Well, but in, but just in theory, if they wanted to do it, they would have every right to just set, here we go. We got our teams. We got our one to eight in the East. We got our one to eight in the West. Let's go. If they wanted to do that there and nobody could bitch nine and 10 and 11 and 12 would have no legitimate argument. If, if they do that, how much of an asterisk is there on this entire season and whoever wins the NBA title? And, and, Two thousand, not to me, to me, no more than a ninety-nine, no wow. more, no okay. more than a ninety-nine, none. Which uh, was a sixty-game season. Yeah. No, no, we're that's where we are. We're right there, same number, just about. So no, no more. Nine, if you if you recognize the Spurs as champions in ninety-nine, which I do, and 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 I have no problem. Most people do. Whoever would win this championship uh, if, in this tournament, if it were to play based on the standings on, on the March 15th, the Ides of March, I have no problem. They would be the champion. How mad would you be if you're a Utah Jazz player right now, Bob? And, and I know Rudy Gobert apologized. He gave $500,000 to the workers uh, of the arena. Um, a lot of guys have helped uh, with, with that. It started Kevin with Kevin Love. Love. Kevin stepped up first. He gets yep. the... He gets he the bar for being the one to set the example. How how pissed off are you though if you're a teammate and you saw how Rudy Gobert handled the situation? I, I've heard Donovan Mitchell is obviously not happy with him. Uh, not just Mitchell and sources have told me Quinn Snyder had multiple conversations 
with all the jazz players about this. Uh, and he even brought in on a third occasion a doctor to talk to all the players. And, and Gobert still didn't take this thing seriously. Well, I didn't see that's news to me. And I was what I was going to say to you is I don't know the full background. I don't know, you know, all I know is what he did. But we know what he did. We don't know what led up to it. Uh, if that's the case, then it's going to be awful hard, I would think, for him to repair uh, uh, trust and, and friendship and, and respect uh, uh, with that organization uh, in, in general and with the players in particular. Uh, even though he's highly apologetic, uh, it's going to be awful hard. I mean, it's going to, it's going to, they're going to have to do some very magnanimous people in that locker room to allow him back into the good graces. But I didn't All right, know. so so can we can we get on to a one basketball story yes. before we go because there is one that and hit a gift that keeps on giving. It's giving us and around here for for forty five years, literally now almost. And and he he it just he just has this capacity to generate news. You're Does going it, to Iona. You're going to go to an Iona game next year. You to, know you are to the Heinz Athletic Center. The and Heinz Athletic Center, that's, that's right. They can squeeze me in since they only see 2,611 people. But you I guess and I, you and I are going to see <laughs> Iona Manhattan next year because Rick Pitino, I, Steve Masiello is the coach at Manhattan. He used to be oh. an assistant for Pitino at Louisville. Wasn't he a uh, walk-on ball boy or walk-on? He was. They didn't get along for a while. Um, they, they've repaired their, their relationship recently. But anyway, if, if you haven't heard, Rick Pitino <laughs> was hired by Iona on Saturday. And Rick Pitino was basically ostracized from college basketball two and a half years ago. Um, it, it was kind of his third strike with Louisville, right? I mean, they, they were caught up in the federal investigation. Brian Bowen, who was a signee, was given – his father was given 20000 of a $100,000 payment uh, by somebody from Adidas to help steer him to Louisville. This was the third strike. It was really an accumulation more than anything else. Remember, he had the affair with Karen Seifer – um, then uh, an extortion by Cypher after that. Then you have the, the strippers in the dorms, Billy Minardi Hall, in which Patino claimed that he had no knowledge of anything that was going on. And then you had, again, Louisville caught up in the, the uh, federal investigation. He was subsequently fired, uh, had to eventually go to Greece the last year and a half, two years, to coach because nobody else would take him. You or I almost hired him, Bob. Really? A couple of years ago, it was so close, but the president didn't sign off on it. There was talk that Grand Canyon might be interested. Uh, UNLV wouldn't hire him a year ago. The, the AD was not going to go that route. So really, Rick Pitino had no other option but to coach at Iona. Well, let's go back a little bit. Um, you know, the, I'm surprised when I'm, that Iona, a Catholic school, is is hiring Rick Pitino based on the uh, the whole Karen Cipher incident, which is unseemly to say the least, and which has made him the butt of jokes. He is right. a he is a a pejorative about about uh, impropriety of sexual impropriety. Uh, you know, because of you know, if you don't know. You know, we, we, you'll go go look it up. Go Google, or you'll find it. If you don't know, folks, what he did. But uh, what he did. Anyway, I'm so a little bit surprised that it was a Catholic school. I have been saying uh, for a couple of years since he went uh, that when he, if and when he returns, it'll be some wannabe mid major. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to go back to a, a high profile, high high profile school. I didn't think he'd have to go NAIA or anything, but I 
I thought it would be I well maybe I'm just denigrating Iona. I'm, I I understand what Iona is, and the MAC is a is a but it's it's a classic mid mid major conference now, and it, that somebody in that level would be the one who would you know say we got to have we we're so thrilled to have Rick Pitino, and let's say we know he is a tremendous basketball coach. He great is, college uh, basketball uh, coach. The one you know he's 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 a tremendous coach in every aspect of college coaching. Uh, I so much to talk about here. Uh, let's go back to what he's been doing for the last couple of years. He went to Panathinaikos, which was the the uh, combination Lakers Celtics of Greece uh, historically, uh, the dominant team in the Greek league. They have a rival Olympiakos, uh, and but and I'm not sure how it goes in the soccer world, but I know in the basketball world, Panathinaikos was the gold standard. Uh, he did win the league last year, but he did not win do well in the Euro League, which is the you know and and they were in fact swept. Uh, by Real Madrid in the finals, in this quarterfinals. But he was 31 and 2 in the regular season. It was typical Rick Pitino last year at Panathiakos. He exits Panathiakos, I read today, denigrating professionals, saying he doesn't want to coach pros anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how much that was the case, other than I, I think, yes, Rick Pitino, we both know, we saw it here in Boston. Uh, players that make money. Rick Pitino doesn't work well for because ultimately that style of coaching. And I spoke to a, a, a player uh, who played for him in Greece. And he said, listen, it, it, it wears on you. It just wears on you. It works in college, but it doesn't work with us because he doesn't know how to pull back and he's not going to change, but it, it'll work at Iona. The oh. question is if you're Rick Pitino now, again, he had no other option, but yeah. now you're dealing with bus rides. Now you're dealing with crappy referees. Um, now you're dealing with with putting together a staff, a coaching staff. Now again, all that stuff aside, he's the guys in the Jeff, he's been there, done that. He, I think he's perfectly capable of shifting gears. I think because he wants this, he knows it's the last chance saloon. He knows he's 68 now or so. He wants to do this. Uh, he knows. Hey, where did he get started? He got started on Commonwealth Avenue. He was a 24 year old boy wonder. God knows, that's where I met him. I remember him as a player at UMass, first of all, point guard, you know, a, 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 you know, a Division One or, you know, ordinary, average point guard who played with Dr. J. and that nice? Al Skinner, et cetera. Okay, but everyone, he always knew. He played basketball, uh, basketball in order to be a coach. It was a stepping stone to be a coach. When he was in high school, he knew he, he, he assessed himself properly as a player. I'm good enough to get to this next level, uh, but it's a vehicle for me to do what I really know I think I'm put on this earth to do, which is coach basketball. He was a prodigy at, at the five-star camp. You know, he was a way ahead of his time as an instructor, uh, I guess, as a young lad at the at, at the famous uh, five, uh, Garfinkel's five-star, uh, where he made all these contacts that have served him well over the years. And now he gets this job at BU, does a terrific job, gets him into the tournament. As I remember seeing him in 1983 in a plustra, uh, and, and a, they had that play-in circumstance there. Right. He gets him in the tournament, uh, and then he, he goes to the Knicks as an assistant and, and gets a taste of the NBA. And I remember the day that they were going to hire a new coach at Providence, and we didn't know who it was going to be, but we were invited down for the press conference. We didn't know who it was going to be. And I see Gavin, and he winks at me, and in walks Patino. And I oh, my God. And we all know what he did there. In the second year, he's got him in the final four. And and they were not that level of team prior to it, not even close. No, the guy can coach. And There's he, no arguing. I had somebody tell me yesterday, Bob, that he's either 1A or 1B, along with Tom Izzo, as the best coach in college basketball. So now Iona has that. But ultimately, was this the right move for them to make? 
I think, listen, it's worth the risk. You're going to take a little bit of heat from some people, but to be honest, if he wins games, that's they what they care about. Don't obviously there. It's well, it's an interesting school. First of all, they're now going to be the only school in America that can say we, we've we've had we've been coached by Jim Valvano and Rick Pitino. Okay. <laughs> also, Jeff Ruland for nine years, who's yes. one of the two greatest players in their history. Richie Guerin, of course, being the other one. And um, Timmy Welsh is coached there. Kevin Willard is coached there. Uh, and uh, the reason he's got the job is a guy who's doing an excellent, excellent job there. Tim Kloos is ill and has to give up the uh, the job for health reasons. He's been there for 10 years. He keeps going to the tournament, you know. Uh, Six times. They know yes. what I – mean, they have a taste of it. They're, in, in that world, they're, they're – a, 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 Well, the a, reason he got the job, too, Bob, the reason he got the job, too, is because the president of the university, and that's been what's kind of held other schools from, from bringing on Rick Pitino is – Obviously, ADs are going to say, all right, well, I'll, I'll have Rick yeah. Tino, but it's more presidents. Yeah. So the president used to be a Transylvania, oh, which really? is in Lexington, Kentucky. Yes. He knows Rick Pitino's business manager extremely well. Oh. So I, that's the kind of connection they have. Also, the biggest booster for Iona, co-owned uh, horses, owning horses oh, with oh. Rick. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. there's a few connections there oh. that made it a little bit oh, easier. Made it perfect, yeah. Yeah. Well. It's it's fascinating to have him back. I mean, he's a gift that keeps on giving and for us. Let me just read the quote uh, that I obtained today uh, about why uh, Iona, uh, why this level. He said, and I quote this, if I was going to return to college basketball, it really wasn't what would take place between the lines. That would be proximity uh, 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 from my home, my family, and where I grew up, which was grew up in Long Island. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily looking to be going to the Louisvilles and Kentuckys of the world. Oh, he's so full of shit. I'm just telling you, I was more interested in family and friends and where I grew up more than anything else. Just just be (laughs) honest. Just be honest and say, hey, listen, I couldn't get another job. Yes, I wanted to be close to my home. My son Ryan lives in New York. Uh, We own a a, a home in New York. We own two homes, one in New York and, and Miami. So this was the only opportunity, and it fit because, again, I get to live in New York. I get to see my family. I get to coach again. I don't have to go back to Greece and just be honest. Like, come on, man. Like, we know if a big boy came calling, you would have walked there. You would have walked there. But nobody else was going to hire you right now because, Bob, here's the other part. The NCAA has not levied any penalties on Louisville back from when Patino was there. Now, he got a five-game ACC suspension, believe it or not, that was going to go into effect in 2017 Mm -hmm. from the Katina Powell uh, stripper deal, Mm -hmm. okay? Now, he never served that. I don't know if he's going to have to serve it in the MAC or not. I have no idea. But maybe he got away without having to serve that five-game suspension. It was was an NCAA suspension. So you would think him coming back, he'd have to serve a suspension this coming year. But more importantly, most schools felt like he was flammable because you didn't know whether he's going to get a show cause or not. So mm. Iona taking a risk on him right now, right in March, in mid-March, mm. if the penalties come out on Louisville, which I expect they will before the start of next season, mm. you could be looking at a Rick Pitino who has a show cause and he never coaches a game at Iona. We don't know yet. We don't know the answer to that. He absolutely could get more penalties uh, associated with him or 
Maybe he skates off with nothing and the NCAA says, hey, listen, we know you had nothing to do with that whole Brian Bowen situation. And, and he's able to coach at Iona without further penalty. We don't know, but that that is the, the surprise from my end that somebody hired him now. Yeah, well, that's very interesting. You'd think they'd be able to – they know this. They should be taking this into consideration, you would certainly think. huh? Is worth that, the risk, though. If you're Iona, it's worth the risk, right? I guess. I mean, it's not It's not like they can't – I mean, look at the – well, they've had some quality people – in, in their world, as I said, they're they're, they're a known commodity. But but it's Rick Pitino. The the lure of uh, I don't know what do they think that this is makes them Final Four potential. What does it think? Well, that's going to be the question. Can he get pros? Because if he can't, and and I talked to one coach in the MAC yesterday about this. He said, "Listen, if Rick Pitino can't get pros, are those kids really going to deal with the Rick Pitino act?" Right. Mm -hmm. With him pushing them as hard as he pushes them at that level, if they're not pros, if he can't get really, really good players that that's the he's going to get. I, I think he's going to get players. I think he could put together a staff of 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 you, me and Joe Sullivan and <laughs> we could get him players. And, and the guy we know he can coach at the highest level. Mm -hmm. I got two more interesting, two more interesting notes about this. So Isaiah Washington is is sitting out after transferring from Minnesota, where he played for Richard Pitino. Mm -hmm. It didn't go well there. So he posted and later deleted uh, a tweet uh, basically saying, oh, no, <laughs> right after the Rick Pitino news. So uh, that's one interesting note. The other is uh, we know Rick Pitino had a little tip with Adidas and a lawsuit that was later settled. Uh, guess who sponsors I Iona? Uh-oh. Yeah, um, begin with an A, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how, how that works itself out. Uh, am I not correct that Louisville has officially vacated that championship from 13? Yes, that's right. Yeah, okay. yes. And, you know, but, ah, it, it, as I said, it's just not surprising to me that he's back in the news. That's all. You know, you, you know he wasn't going to be a Greek lifer. That was for sure. Anyway, but I, I don't this, think he's going to be an Iona lifer, Bob. I, wow. I know he said it in his quotes. You know, I want, I'm going to finish my career here. Again, I think it's a, it's a bunch of BS. I've seen Rick Pitino change his mind within five minutes, oh, uh, oh. 10 different times. Esther, uh, uh, what I said yesterday was yesterday, what I'm saying today. We, we, you know, don't we know a lot about Rick Pitino here? You know, the, the chapter in his life that will be excised from his resume. Yeah, that's, it never happened. Rick, what were you doing between 19? Oh, I don't know. What years were those? It's 98 and 2001. Um, um, I was, uh, I was uh, having a retreat up yeah, in the that's right. mountains that's of, right. of, of, of Albania. We, we were on retreat. And uh, oh, oh, I thought you were in the NBA. What? No, no, no. I coached the Knicks. Remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. It is, you know, we're still joking about he was going to have, the, they were, he, was going, they, he, he quit on the road in 2001 and he was going to come back and have a press conference oh right and we are waiting for that press conference. still we're and still waiting yes we're still waiting well, that 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 is not going to happen and and to me I, I still feel like if somebody comes knocking on his door next year if he gets cleared of all this ncaa stuff and he has a decent year in the mac at iona and miami opens or st john's Something crazy happens and Mike Anderson doesn't like it in, in Queens and decides he wants to leave after two years. If those schools come a knocking, do you really think Rick Pitino is going to be loyal to Iona? I, I don't. Uh, no, I wouldn't think so. But 
but he's back and uh, we got, hey, look what he did for us on this, on this not slow news day in the world of basketball and otherwise no news day. That's right. way, uh, you did, you made an allusion to Richard, Richard, uh, big week for the Patino family because Richard got an extension. At well, not an extension, but he basically, he's okay for next year. Oh, okay. He's oh, okay, okay for next year. That, that, that's the big key. They're bringing him back rather than uh, making a move on him. Um, so yeah, that, that, okay. that's kind of the big news there. Now we wait to see what Boston college does with Jim Christian, Bob. I know it. I know it. There's the, uh, the, the last look wasn't good at, nope. at, you know, at all. The last look was terrible. 28 point loss in the first round of the, of the tournament yep. and a set. Yeah. First round. Right. Yeah. And, uh, ugh, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine Martin Jemai not making the move. The move. He's got to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he will. But again, this changes things right now with everything that's going on in the world. Yeah, right, right. A lot of a lot of ads are going to say, you know what, we're going to we're going to wait. Number one, and you know what, maybe we don't. Maybe it's just not a good look right now. More than anything, we're going to buy out. So, we're going to buy out any of a contract right now when we don't know what the world is going to look like in a month. This would come under the category of saved by the bell. <laughs> well, for, yeah. Listen, I mean, I'm one sure of the most many others. One of the most tone deaf things I've ever seen was um, on, I guess it was Friday night, Friday. I don't, I don't even remember what day it was, but Grand Canyon fires Dan Marley. Yes, out. So it was Thursday night, Thursday night. After all the tournaments were canceled, conference tournaments, they fired Dan Marley that night. Like, come on. Like, how stupid can you be? Wait another day, two days. What's the rush? Yeah. Yeah, I did note that. Yeah. And I really thought it was going to happen there. When he, when he, you know, for a while, it looked like it might happen. You know, it, them to enter into the discussion with him, uh, who not not a local son, but he really is. I mean, he's from we know he's from the the Mac and, and mid, mid, the Central Michigan. But uh, the fact is that uh, you know he, he made his name in Phoenix, he got a sports bar in Phoenix. I don't know if it's still there downtown Phoenix. It is, it is, and and he's Jerry Colangelo's boy, who's basically yeah. got stake in Grand Canyon. That that's the crazier yes. part in, in all this. All right, Bob, I'm going to let you go so you can grab one of those books from behind you on the shelf and, and, and get going. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk at, at some point here in the next week. I, you know, we'll probably wait for some news, maybe something that happened. Something will happen. That we can talk about. But, hey, make sure you're stocked up on toilet paper and Purell, all right? We are. We're, we're all okay on the first one. I'm not so sure. I don't know about the second one. <laughs> all right. Thanks, all right. Bob. We'll you talk guys. soon. Stay safe.